And for the first time in probably a year, RSF is back on the airwaves. And for the first time ever, we have video and a black guy. <laughs> I'm joking. It's the second time with a black person, but we are here today. I think it was video last time. Yeah, but it's definitely his first time on video here. And he doesn't like being in cape, so this is no, a big moment for him. I don't, I don't. I almost wore a ski mask. I almost wore a Kodak black, but, you know. <laughs> Anyways, we got a big show for you. Uh, obviously, we got to touch on the pressing matter of Kobe Bryant. Then we're going to get into a little NFL. We'll do Lions-Packers, the two teams we root for around here. We'll get into the Super Bowl predictions. Jones was exactly right last time. Can he do it again? Jones Stradamus, I like to call him. Then uh, we'll do a little NBA just all around. Talk about who's going to win the championship. A little halfway, midseason, all-star break predictions. Then uh, we're going to go a little off topic here, not do sports and do a little impeachment trial. Jones has a funny take we've yet to hear, but I can't wait to hear it. And then uh, new segment for you at the end. We're going to do what Jerry's burning on because I'm paying for everything now. So it's my show. We're going to do it my way. All right. First thing here, let's talk about what happened to Kobe. Um, I mean, it's what else can you say besides it's extremely shocking and a, a terrible thing, but me personally, a huge sports fan, Kobe was my favorite athlete across all sports. I mean, football, basketball, big fight fan. No one really compares to Kobe. I mean, from really the time I started watching sports around 10 or 11, it was around the time Kobe was really getting it in, winning his first rings, him and Shaq. And uh, from that time until he left the game, which does not seem like it was three years ago. It was, it's been three years? Yeah, it was 2016, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. He was – I mean, I don't I don't want to sit here and say he was the best, you know, just because he died, but he was – Definitely a top five player of all time, at least in my opinion. He was a top two player of his generation. Him and LeBron, I mean, it's not really close. I don't really – a lot of guys like to throw Tim Duncan in there, but Tim Duncan had a stacked team his entire career. Kobe was the guy. I mean, he had Shaq, obviously, in the beginning, but there was a long stretch there where he was the guy. I mean, they didn't win rings, but they were relevant. They were making the playoffs. And then when he finally got teammates at the end – what do you know? He made three, three straight finals, won two rings, beat the Celtics, an old Laker rivalry. And, I mean, I believe that he cemented himself as the greatest Laker of all time. He has just as many rings as Magic, but he won two of them without a Kareem or a Shaq. Yes, that's very true. And I think the most tragic thing about this is how much he had left to get. Yeah, I mean, he was only 41, and I mean, I don't know too much about the movies and the uh, bedtime stories. Well, he is an Oscar award winner, too. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I gather. But I haven't been following too much since he left. I just, you know, I was really a huge fan of his on a basketball level and like a... I mean, it's cliche, but the Mamba mentality, he was just a badass. You know, he took no shit. He didn't take anything from his teammates. If his teammates were soft, he t- told like, Dwight Howard, you're a pussy, bro. This is not how you win. Like, bye. We don't need you. Yeah, and what's crazy is, you know, like, I never met Kobe in my entire life, but it feels like I lost somebody I knew. That's what, how far he reached. You know, it's not just like, he's more than an athlete. He's, we grew up watching him. I mean, I have absolutely zero moves on the basketball court. I shoot and try to get a rebound, you know, but it's like 
everything he stood for on the court is what I wish I could have stood for on the court. Everybody, all the nerds in their offices when they're throwing papers away, they all say Kobe. They don't say Jordan. They say Kobe. He's he's the man. He's a pop culture icon. He definitely surpassed basketball. But I mean, basketball is his. You got anything, Tony? I was just going to listen to you guys talk there for a second, but I mean, for me, it was like crazy because it was last Sunday and we were sitting there at our parents' house after we ate dinner or what do you mean? It was after dinner. Yeah, it was after dinner. And Jerry just looks up from his phone and goes, dude, TMZ just said Kobe died. And I was like, it's TMZ, bro. I don't know if they're on top of this, really. They've only been wrong on Little Wayne. For the most part, <laughs> thanks for adding some humor to the situation. For the most part, when they say someone died, they're usually right. I mean, yeah. How messed up was it that they didn't wait for the authorities to form the family? The family found out from TMZ. That's that's pretty fucked up, but that's not their job. I mean, they're in the breaking news business, and that's a huge story. I mean, I don't, I really don't think ethics are. At the top of their, uh, yeah, yeah. they'd be like the guy from uh, Billy Madison, business ethics. Yeah, they're they're, they're uh, they uh, catch uh, people doing, you know, dirt, and you know they come up on controversy and gossip. Of course, they don't care about anyone's family. Well, I mean, we we've been bombarding the news a lot, and I think part of the healing process is moving on. I think Kobe would want us to move on and honor him by still shooting our jump shots and saying Kobe. And when I miss or make, I will still be saying Kobe on Wednesday nights as long as I still live here in the Don River. Honestly, yeah, he was like, I mean, I didn't know him personally, but he seemed very non-sentimental, you know, just kind of. It's, it's even crazier. Um, Tracy McGrady said earlier in his career he wanted to die young, so he died, he'd become a legend. Yeah. I'm and, not sure as he grew older he would have wanted to die at 41 or 40 or whatever yeah. it was, but, I mean, he he's a legend after Game 4 in the Indiana series in the 2000 finals. So, I mean, yeah. he was going to die a legend, and he did. And uh, it's rough we won't get to see him anymore, but, I mean, he lived a great life. Five rings. Yeah, I think his best performance was against Spain in the 08, the Redeem team. I think his best performance was in Colorado beating that case, dog. <laughs> <laughs> five oh, rings. yeah! Five rings, and he beat the system. Let's go. R.I.P. Kobe Bean Bryant, number eight, all-time great. All right, on that note, we will move on to the next subject, which is uh, we'll start with the hometown team, the Lions, Frank, uh, is Dunn a no-show. Oh, by the way, Krasik's too busy, too. But, yeah, Frank's not here. Krasik's not here. Wish we had a fourth. Jones is always a fill-in. He might be taking one of their spots, honestly. If I'm not here to show on anybody's toes or take anybody's place. Hey, man, you get the call, you better ball. The That's viewers should know that Frank has ducked me on each of my appearances. I mean, this is a little sibling rivalry. I mean, we're as close as brothers Long-time friends, but, I mean, there's no reason for you to duck me in the debate show, bro. You haven't won a turkey bowl in a couple years. Ducking me on the mic, bro. I just, I'll be here next time you do decide to show. Yeah, we'll have the studio set up for you. I can't wait to be in this arena for that. Um, that note, uh, Lions, where do you think they're going with the draft? Where do you think their main needs are free agency? And how do you feel about Richard Sherman saying no free agents want to come here? Because of the culture. He said no one wants to come to the line. Well, he said he didn't want to come here because he doesn't want to run a bunch and do all the extra crap. That, oh, because of Patricia? Yeah, because of Patricia, basically. Wow, see, it's crazy you said that about Sherm, who's now with the Niners, and their director of player personnel or their president is uh, my dog, Millen. 
Or not? No, Mayhew. Yes, yeah, Mayhew. No, Mellon. Yeah, Mayhew, who was with the Lions. Now, he drafted a guy like George Kittle in the fifth round, and we took that one bum. The, Michael Roberts? Yes, 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 yes. And uh, it's it's crazy, man. We, we grab Patricia, we fire uh, Caldwell and Mayhew, and we just, Jesus Christ, we take a plummet. I mean, why would anybody want to come here? Why would anybody want to come play for the Lions right now? We have no direction. We just we signed and traded a captain two weeks after we signed him. That was a huge blow to the locker room. I mean, Sherm's absolutely right. Nobody wants to come here. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I love the Lions, but the direction, like, it does not make any sense. We are going backwards. We replaced our GM and our coach with lesser guys, unproven guys. And then the guys that we we kicked out, we, we sent packing are about to win the Super Bowl. I mean Mayhew Spoiler had his alert, I'm picking San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Mayhew is uh he did have his faults. It's almost like Mayhew Bro, Tomlinson is starting for the yeah, Niners. Ex- exactly, but it's you know how Belichick had Cleveland before he got to the Patriots? I don't want to hear that shit. I'm sorry. But he he talked Ebron over uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't 100%. He didn't, you know, he's not Barry Bonds. He wasn't hitting all the balls out of the park. But he made some good picks. He took Slay in the second round over his teammate Jonathan Banks, who, I mean, Kuyper, McShay, everyone besides basically Mayhew had Jonathan Banks as a better prospect than Slay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Who the Lions? This is totally a side note. But you guys know that Michael Thomas fell to, like, the second round? Yeah, yes. I'm pretty sure the pack of those the same year as uh, Kevin King, but I just saw the Lions took over him. It's so ridiculous. Who? I don't remember it. I would have to Google it, but it's not yeah, great. Yeah, the Lions draft history is not great. We don't need to go down that road. We just talked about Kobe Bryant, and that's even more depressing than that almost. Yeah, it's sad to say it's probably true. I mean, what the fuck are we going to – okay, the draft, what do I think we need to do? Honestly, I love – Safford, he's my dog. He's probably my favorite lion ever, even over Calvin and Barry. But I think it's probably time, bro. I think we need to grab Tua if he's there. So uh, you think the replacement should be Tua? You know, because let's start now, breaking now down let me, the questions. Let me, uh, preface this by saying I am not a huge college football guy. I don't watch a lot of college football. I watch the bowl games, and then I start diving in around draft time. And from what I do know about Tua is he's accurate. His team's always been stacked, but, I mean, every top college quarterback comes basically from a stacked team besides, like, Carson Wentz, who I told you was the truth. But uh, <laughs> Tua, is, he, he's accurate. He's mobile. I mean, he seems to have a decent head on his shoulders. He's a leader. He kept that Alabama program afloat. I would like what to see. kept it afloat? You know, Matt Jones came in and only lost to Auburn and shit on every other team. But fuck Matt Jones. We're, we're, we're going with Tua. I think we should go with Tua. If Chase Young's not so you if Chase Young's there, I believe that has to be the pick. He's the best player. It's a position of need because we've spent $90 million on a guy with 20 career sacks, so we still need a pass rusher. But, yeah, if Chase Young's there, he's got to be the guy. I personally think the Lions' strategy going forward should be they're going to take Tua. They should lock that in stone, make somebody jump to go to Washington spot at number two. Do you believe that we're going to do that, though? Uh, no, I don't think that they have the... This regime you know, has to win right now. They can't afford to take a rookie quarterback. Well, the thing is... Two shitty years they, in a row. But you take a rookie quarterback, you say this is our plan to Alex Smith and, Alex Smith and Mahomes, you buy yourself another year. It's how much they care about their jobs, you know? I could easily... I could Stafford's be, not going You could go in there and bro. sell it. But Stafford will cause a scene if they say... I think I you to need to sell that you're taking to us so somebody jumps you. 
Like, instead of training, then whoever jumps you is going to take Tua, and you get Chase Young. Because I think after Chase Young, the talent gap, Chase Young, I think, is a generational talent. I honestly don't know about Burrow or He's not even Tua. better than Joe, or, uh, Nick Bosa. Chase Young? Yeah, maybe he is in college, but Nick Bosa's like... Yeah, but I'd put it Bosa, Chase Young, Joey Bosa. J.J. Watt, Brian Urlacher, John Lynch, any white badass you want to name, Nick Bosa's the guy. He's better yeah, than Nick, Nick Bosa's the man. He's the man, and he's smart. He's senior year or junior year of college. Nick the first Bosa's two games, like started out, and then went to go train. didn't go to college anymore. Nick Bosa's the man, and it's a big reason why San Francisco's clicking. But if I'm the Lions getting back to it, I get somebody to jump up to take two above me, so Chase Young falls. Because if not, right now the talk is like Jeff Okuda, and he's just not. He's good. I don't want him. <laughs> I don't want him. But you get at three, a, the best quarterback in the world, Richard Sherman's not worth a third-round pick in prime. It's He's not. He you mean third overall first. pick? Yeah, number three if overall. If you're taking a corner at three, he better be like – uh, Patrick Peterson or Jalen Ramsey or Deion Sanders. Well, you say Akuda is, but I still don't think no, like. No, he's not. He's like 5'11 or something. Yeah, it's true. Those guys are all 6'2 and faster than all the receivers on the board. Those, yeah. Not only that, they can cover too. They're, no, bro. If you're taking a corner there, he's got to be. I, only options is to get somebody to trade up above you so you can get Chase Young. They take two up. Akuda's like Denzel. But if you. He's if not the third overall if, pick. After Washington takes Chase Young. Which doesn't make sense because they pretty much they switched with four three and they already have two ends now, so now they're gonna have three. Their coach is Ron Rivera, which means there's no such thing as too many ends. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point, Joe. So then you bring uh, you got to trade down and trade to a spot where you feel comfortable taking Derek Brown or Akuda maybe. Derek like, Brown, that's homie from Auburn. Auburn, yeah, he's supposed to be sick, but I'm straight with him or Simmons out of Clemson if we trade down, but. So- if we stay at three, it's got to be Tua and it's got to – or Chase Young. And if Burrow falls, we got to trade out of that. I don't want Burrow. Burrow isn't falling. He's going to Cincinnati. That's what is maybe a topic. Tua? <laughs> yeah, crazy things happen. Baker Mayfield shot up. So yeah, he could take Tua. What would you – would you rather have Tua at three or wait and try to get a quarterback like Jake Fromm, maybe second round? Tua at three. I'd go with Jake Fromm. Uh, what would you do in the first round, Tom? That sounded co- confrontational. It was personally for me. I'd love to see the Lions trade down to get more picks because we have so many holes on this team. Absolutely. But if you're still picking at three, I mean, you got to see if Okuda. I mean, we got to see probably what he does at the combine, maybe. But they're Bro. saying he's the truth, and we're probably losing Slay after this season. We need to think about the future there, too. He's slay in the second round, and he's like the fifth best corner in the league. We're not taking this guy at three to be like the 13th best corner in the league because he's, I'm telling you, he's not coming in better than Jalen Ramsey. He's not coming in better than uh, uh, fucking uh, Jesus Christ. The other dude on the Texans, or uh, the Jags, Boye. There's like Boye. Yeah, A.J. Boye. He's, bro, he's, especially as a rookie, he's not going to be – Shutting anybody down. There actually are some other good uh, – I think it was Arnett was out there playing with, like, a broken hand, and he's still almost getting picks against Michigan. Ohio State's secondary is loaded. Yeah, he's – like I said, unless he runs, like, a 4-2-9 or, like, a 4-3-1, I'm straight. Oh, the Lions took Sean Robinson one pick before Michael Thomas. That's, that's who it was. <laughs> All right. We didn't even have to say We did not need to go down that road. I said that. <laughs> Yeah, so um, I'm straight on a man. So with the Lions, what else would you like? Some free agents? 
They have $50 million. Who do you think we should bring in? Or they should bring in. Ain't no we about it. Because the Lions, those two guys are operating and they think they're smarter than everybody else. I don't even know who's like available in free agency right now. I'm not up on that. But positionally, we need... Yeah, we can go positions because we're not sure who's going to be out there. We need... Well, obviously, we need a safety. We need... (laughs) A second corner. We need another corner. We need another D-lineman. We need at least one player at every level on defense. I mean, we need... Is a carry-on back... It's yeah, that's uh, so you can might be able to address that in free agency. My if he is, we need another back. But there are that is one thing. This is a loaded draft running backs. You got Jonathan Taylor, J.K. Dobbins is probably gonna be in the second round. I like J.K. Dobbins the best out of these running backs. ETN went back to Clemson, he went back, really. Yeah, ETN went back, and then there's another good running back out there. I was gonna drop the ball on this. I don't Taylor think we can take one of those Dobbins. guys in the second round, though. It's need... too valuable of a pick, yeah. And we just took carry on in the second round. Who's if healthy, he's you know he's straight lead back. We just need a compliment to him. Yeah, you need a reasonable backup who, if he gets hurt I again, need a backup like well, yeah, we do in case he gets hurt. But I mean, someone who can come in like you know different running style, like a, a bruiser. How we try to do with fat ass CJ Anderson, you know, like a capable CJ Anderson, someone like yeah, that. yeah, like we tried to do with Bo Scarborough. Actually, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's Bo's deal? Is he coming back? Oh, he's on the he's on the roster. Yeah, actually, that's a, fuck running back, dude. We're, <laughs> alive, We're good at running back. If carry on, yeah, that's me. the crazy thing about like uh, I forgot about Bo. He showed for, something for like those that. who listen good. to us on a national platform, the local radio around here. Most of the show is kind of suck up the lines, and the was like, "Oh yeah, running backs taken care of. We got carry on coming back from injury and Bo Scarborough." It's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, ten carries for forty-seven yards. It's not exactly uh, the season was over, but Bo played all right." Yeah, no, I can't believe Bo Scarborough. Alabama used him up. Oh, that's who else is coming out. Uh, that guy, Najee Harris from Alabama. Okay, he's kind of a straight one, cut and go. That's what that's what we need. Compliment carry on. And he could drop pretty far. So not that he's bad he's gonna drop, but nobody really addresses his running back in the first round. There's not Zeke this year. I think Taylor might go in the first round, but that's about it. I heard he was the truth. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh He's got a lot of miles on him though. A lot of he's miles been on run, him. he's been running for two, three years now. He does have a Louis Vuitton mouth guard though, so I mean, a lot of miles on him. Derek Henry. <laughs> I don't – of all the people in NFL, I would never want to have to tackle. It's a long list. Trust me. Derrick Henry's at least in the top five. Like, if Ray Lewis has the ball, obviously you want to go after him. But Derrick Henry coming downhill at you, 20 degrees. Now that Gronk's out of the league, yeah, it's Derrick Henry hands down. Yeah. Oh. It'd probably still be him with Gronk in the league, but it's that's close, you know. 6'7", 260. Oh, my God. Yeah, those, I mean – and he moves pretty fast for a big guy. It's crazy because it looks like he's moving slow motion. People make fun of him, but he's covering like five yards and two steps. It's ridiculous. He's, he's no joke, man. So on to the Packers, which you guys probably don't have an opinion about, so I'll ask myself the questions. Oh, I got hella opinions on the Packers, bro. <laughs> they fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys watch the NFC Championship game or the first game against the Niners? <laughs> fucking blowouts, both of them. Aaron Rodgers has the gall to go on national television and say, oh, we're right there. You know what I mean? Gap's not even that big. That's- How about a fucking 27-point gap? Both games combined. You guys fucking blow. <laughs> all right, all right. So there is definitely – I think the, the Packers aren't as bad as Walt thinks, but they're definitely not as good as they think, and I think that's a problem. 
First exposed. They have to in this either in free agency or Robbie Anderson being one target. Free agency they go after him, but they need to get a second receiver a compliment. I like Lazard coming up. Kumro can block. I get what they're doing. Aaron Rodgers has always done more with less, but they need somebody. They need a burner. They don't have. It was supposed to be MVS. He's dropping balls left and right. Head case kind of. They don't have anybody there. I think Sternberger is going to be a great uh, option at tight end next year. Aaron Jones is obviously a good back, but on defense, they need a middle linebacker to play alongside Blake Martinez. That's no doubt. And I think that the Smith Bros are a great pass rush, but I mean. Look, but you can't stop a run up the middle. That's like the pro- they need somebody there. There's a Kenny Clark's a dog too. Yeah, they got some great. They got a couple good players, but overall, I think their scheme lacks it. A third and eight, you cannot give up a 31 yard t- rushing touchdown in the NFC Championship. It's that as soon as I saw, they ran a draw, and the guy just what Moster. He's my dog. He helped me get in the fantasy football semifinals, almost the finals. Don't bring that up. Uh, but they really, I think they need to get one receiver and then just go all defense the rest of the offseason. Yeah, I'm kind of right there with you. Uh, I, I think they kind of need an offensive lineman, too. They didn't have – Rodgers was running around all day because, you know, like I said, Nick Bosa, the best D lineman in the league right now, is all over him. They couldn't block, but you're right. They need another receiver for sure. Devontae Adams is super reliable. The rest of those guys – yeah, know. and it's just, I mean, on a national level, either people are like, oh, the Packers are sick or they suck, like kind of how Jones was. And the truth is they fall in the middle. They're an easy schedule because they're a third-place team. Well, I mean, when people say they suck, I don't think that they mean like they're, the Lions suck. They think that they mean that, you know, you're putting the Packers up there. With they're the highly overrated. Tenders. I think they're, they're just the tier, yeah, no, they're a tier two team. If you're tier one teams, 49ers, Chiefs, Ravens are up there. I put uh, Seahawks with healthy up there and the Saints – Outside of January, because Drew. Now, see, I don't know about the Seahawks. I guess they're like a bottom tier two team. Their roster is not good to me. At least I don't think they have anybody. They got Russ, which means you know they're always going to be around. But the Seahawks are kind of trash, dude. They don't have well. Those backs got hurt. Yeah, the backs got hurt. But I mean, Metcalf coming. Their defense but, blows. Yeah, dude. Seahawks they're are shootouts no, you're right. every week. There's Seahawks no are kind of in that tier two. There's a very. And then you have your tier three, which are your... They could get there, though. You know, yeah. They're a couple pieces away. But I think what the Packers need to do is look inward this offseason. And really, I mean, Rodgers, I think, at most has won year like this, which is probably like an eight and a half out of ten. He was ten out of ten, ten a little while ago, but... The Packers kind of remind me of, like, like the Texans or something of the NFC. Like, they got Deshaun and Hopkins. The Packers got Rodgers and Adams, and then... Outside of that, you don't know what else you're going to get from the rest of the team. Like, the defense could come out and fucking, you know, shut the Pats down like they did for the Texans, or they could just get shithoused by the Broncos, you know? Yeah. It's, like, the same thing with the Packers. Like, you really don't know. You know, Rodgers and Adams are going to show up. But. It's everyone's reading about the defense for the last six games. They get up, like, 19.3 points. The last time they did that, they won a Super Bowl. But all those teams stunk. Like they did. Yeah, they played a bunch of shitty teams. And like I get they beat every the, good team they played, they lost to. That's like that's, I, mean, I mean they beat except the Vikings. The, Viking, the Vikings they beat solid. two and they won a playoff yeah, game. Man, they did win a divisional game in the playoffs. Dude, they beat the Seahawks who shouldn't have even been there. The Seahawks were not good, bro. And they beat the fucking Eagles. I mean, they only, had, they only had three losses. Who? The Seahawks? No, the Packers. They lost to San Diego. The only good team they really played this year was the 49ers. Honestly, out of 16 games. Outside of that, I don't think the Eagles are that Dude, good. they lost to the Eagles at home. And the, and the Eagles suck. Yeah, I'm with you. That's what I'm saying. 
They only lost those. So only lost to a good team was the 49ers. You said they lost every good team they played. But I'm saying they only fine. played one good team. Fine, they only played one team, and they were not competitive at all for like yeah, any stretch of those games. They blamed it. My problem with the Packers is they blamed it on like, oh yeah, we just took it for granted. West Coast trip, it's not our thing. And so looking inward, and maybe the first they thought say that. they were reading. That's what I'm saying. The, the first time after that game, they looked inward and they said, oh, it's on us. We just didn't show up. Instead of saying we aren't there, we need to improve. So they thought that if they played their best game, they could beat the 49ers, which I don't think is true. So instead of working the rest of the season to get better and improve their best game to a higher level, they thought they'd be fine going to the NFC Championship. They went in confident instead of, like, fearful of getting blown out, which is exactly what happened. And that fourth and one and the first or second Packers drive, they had to go for it. Because what happened, they punted. They went to a third and eight after a great sack, I think, by Preston Smith and Zaria Smith. And then Mostert busted. And then, yeah, I mean... They're just not. They're not at. The, they're not at that level yet. They're not. I mean, like they're just. You, only a certain like you got to be a certain type of team to win the Super Bowl. They're not physical enough. They don't go after. They don't like push people around. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's exactly. What that's what they need to get in the offseason. They need to get a mauler on the offensive line, a mauler linebacker, and they need to either in free agency or the draft get a fucking a mean, receiver, they need like a Richie Incognito on their offensive line. Just yeah. Like bully like a yeah, and then on defense a sideline to sideline linebacker. Yeah, a cheekly type. Obviously, I'd be able to get there where they're drafting. But the problem is, I think if you draft a receiver, it takes too long for them to develop. Unless you get lucky, get a Michael Thomas. Yeah, they need to. They should sign like a Will Fuller or somebody. I don't know. His uh, like Robbie Anderson's a free agent, like that. Yeah, something like that. Proven dude, just go stretch the field. Yeah, yeah, because Devontae Adams eats one on one. He's gonna pretty much kill anybody. But yeah, so I, do. I hope they don't do any of this. Fuck <laughs> <the Packers. laughs> I hope they continue to choke in every big game they're in. So uh, speaking of Packers and people I don't like who have been involved with the Packers, uh, what's his face? Mike McCarthy is now Jones's coach of his second favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. Hey. <laughs> how do you feel about that? How do you feel that Tony Powell is going to be the number one running back for the Cowboys this year? Because uh, Mike McCarthy loves backups. Well, I mean, that's crazy. If he likes backups so much, that explains why uh, – Aaron Rodgers had a decent career with him. <laughs> Good shot, Joe. Good shot. That's pretty much what he was. I mean, he learned it all from old wily Brett Favre, who I've come around on Brett Favre kind of lately. I mean, he's still a little overrated, but I don't think he's a bum anymore. But back to Mike McCarthy. Uh, I think that'll be good for Dallas, man. It's not like I thought they needed more of a uh, like a Mike Tomlin type, like a like a guy that's going to basically, like, get the locker room in shape, you know, whip guys into shape, and then just let, like, nerds, hire nerds for coordinators, like, you know, just let them call the plays, and then just have a guy that's like a, I don't know. Like a don't go out and uh, commit felonies on yeah, like bye John week. Or even John Harborough for the ring. Yeah, perfect, exactly. Like a guy like He doesn't that. call he's shit. He's just X's and O's guys. He's, he's like a CEO of the team. A great leader of men. Yeah. And yeah, Mike but just like I am, a great leader of men. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Absolutely. But Mike McCarthy doesn't strike me as that. You know, he's more of like an X and O nerd type of guy, but he is like stern and old school and like, you know. I think he'll be okay. I think he's good for Dak. That's that's what Dak needs. It's not actually great for Zeke, like you said. But, I mean, hey, Eddie Lacy had a great year. He never had a back like Zeke. So, I mean, outside of Eddie Lacy, the one year that he wasn't 300 pounds, and he played really good. I just want to see if Mike McCarthy comes up with a different offense. I don't think he will, and I'm not sure that he has to. Why do you think he needs to come up with Because he ran the same offense from 2010 to 2017. And eventually and Aaron Rodgers' numbers were phenomenal. 
They that were tire not towards the end. He got hurt. He was breaking his collarbone, and that's not McCarthy's fault. He sucks. His numbers went down this year. McCarthy wasn't there. His numbers, I think, this year were better than last year. Look him up. They were better than last year. Okay, well, last year was really bad for him. And yeah, he barely year. played last yeah. year. He started all 16 games last year. He was really proud of it. He didn't play game week 17. And they missed the playoffs? Yeah, they went like 4-12 and or 6-10. and They lost to Arizona. I'm telling you, the book was out on Mike McCarthy's. And I think, honestly, I don't like saying this, but like quarterback. What if maybe Aaron Rodgers just didn't listen to him? Okay, so this is – I think Rodgers was so pissed off at McCarthy for not like it going with the times and innovating an offense. Once they were like out of playoff contention, basically, he purposely made it so bad that they had to fire one of the two. And they obviously were going to choose McCarthy. I think that Rodgers operates on a different plane, like mentally than a lot of these players. And he doesn't really – he's okay with losing some games for the ultimate goal of getting a coach that he likes. I mean, yeah, I can see that. Uh, Which I wish he was the ultimate competitor and they went like 8-8. Eight and eight, But, I mean, 6-10, I mean, I'll take it. I don't. I'm, I'm not really sold on the floor yet. Everybody's oh, 13 and three. It's like, yeah, he was given a Ferrari to drive. You know, it's no, he wasn't. <laughs> okay, what he was mean? given like a Corvette at least. He got like a Mustang or something. Like, okay, that good. I didn't say got a Maybach. I ain't talking about the 49ers. I'm just saying they were two the 49ers years. 49ers were not a Maybach. They built that. My dog Mayhew and John, and John Lynch, Lynch built that. And the one comparison we hear all, hear all the time, and even some of our friends are starting to echo it, is that. But it's going to be the same thing the Lions in year three. They're going to make this huge jump. There's a huge difference. What move of ours is equivalent to the Jimmy G move? That's a franchise-saving move. And they've drafted – they have all hits. Their only maybe miss was uh, Solomon Thomas, who's a rotational player on the best defensive line in the league. I mean – Yeah, they got a bunch of draft picks out of that. Yeah, yeah they haven't missed awesome. on anybody. And they were 2-0 last year when Jimmy G got hurt. The Lions this year were like 3-3-1 or 3-4-1. So I don't yeah. – the wonder and that, Stafford is way older than Jimmy. I know we kind of moved down from the Lions, but the one thing I don't get is how the Lions are constantly leading the league in rushing two or three people when all the top ten teams lead the league in rushing like four or five or six. Like I don't. I think I might know why. Matt Patricia doesn't know what the fuck he's doing, and uh, he was the defensive coordinator for Bill Belichick. I mean. Lily's calling the plays. Either he is just an actual horrible coach, which I'm going to love because that means the Packers only have two other teams to beat for a playoff spot every year, or else he was sandbagging and he's going to have some creative defensive next year. But well, there's a lot of people like they've pointed out games that Patricia's coached, like this year against Kansas City. They're like, oh, the defensive style that he scheme and style that he employed against Kansas City slowed them down, and then Indianapolis uses it the next week to beat them, and they're like. It's maybe not Patricia that's the problem. It's the players on the field aren't executing. No, that's I don't. They run cover one pretty much every play. Like when the Packers oh, went down, I remember controversy with the comeback. That pass Lazard to win on Monday Night Football. Aaron Rodgers knew it was cover one. He knew his receiver was six five, and he chucked it up there. He knew there was no safety help over the top. He knew exactly what prediction was doing. Which is the worst thing you have as a coach is if the quarterback knows. And cover one's not even that hard to beat, dude. That Kansas City game you were talking about. Remember when uh, Mahomes, it was like third and 15 in the first half. He broke that run, looked back for the flag, and fucking kept chucking. That coverage that we ran where we doubled Kelsey, doubled Tyreek, and then just fucking ran all man, and he split it. Exact same play on the fucking third or fourth and eight that sealed the game in the fourth quarter. Because Patricia's a fucking idiot. He ran the same play that killed us. Killed us on like a third and 15. Runs the exact. All right, you know what? Fuck it. It'll work this time. It's games out. Oh, no. I'm not saying. I don't think Patricia's a good coach. Just don't let him run. 
I'm just saying that's what all these so-called experts out there are saying, and that's why all these people get all this false hope about the Lions year after year. Just get kicked in the nuts. Oh, no, you again. know they're gonna sell a product. They they watch it at Ford Field. They're selling you something. So of course they're oh, it's gonna be different this time. No, I'm saying like these are like experts like, who work for ESPN are out there the saying entire this football shit. team, and she comes back to you. She's gonna go blow the football team. That's what's gonna happen. This is how the world works. It's true. So back to the Cowboys, Jones. What's your prediction for this next year? They're gonna make the playoffs, or they're gonna get axed again, dude. Them not making the playoffs was not on the offense. The defense played really bad. Like, yeah, what do you think about that? What about uh, Van Der Esch kind of took a step back and Jalen Smith didn't seem like Blake he had Van Der Esch was like in and out of the lineup. He missed some games. He was hurt. And, yeah, Jalen Smith just didn't play great. The D-line didn't play good. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence came on later at the end. But early, he just wasn't playing good. He signed that fat deal and I guess was just like, fuck it. They uh, The secondary is not good. They got homeboy Jeff Heath from, like, Blind dot that fucking safety. <laughs> he blows. They they need some help in the secondary for sure. Uh, Byron Jones is a free agent. If they don't bring him back, I don't know. They they got some work to do on defense, but I think the offense will be fine, man. I think the offense will probably be better actually with McCarthy because I do think he knows what he's doing. He's a good coach on offense, but I don't know. It's it depends Give it on the, to the defense. defense. It depends on the defense. Is uh, are they bringing Marinelli back? <laughs> I don't think so. Chris Richard, who's running the defense. And Mike McCarthy has like a whole staff he's bringing in. They were like hanging out in a barn all offseason, waiting for a job to open. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the offense will be okay. I, the defense, though, I'm not sure. I can't really call it. I got to see what kind of moves they make in the offseason. Yeah, and right yeah. now, though, because the defense or the division is so shitty. I would have to say that I do believe that they're the favorites going in. If you were the Giants, aren't the Giants picking right behind the Lions? Mm, I'm not sure. I, th- I think they are. Or Yeah, I think it's right behind the Lions that they're picking. That's a good place for two to go. I know they just took Jalen Jones, Danny but... Danny Dimes, bro? I love Danny Dimes. He's my dog. He's Eli Manning Jr. But he is, he looks like the thing is, if you believe the hype on Tua, he should go number one. Before we got hurt, it was a suck for two a year. Like, sing for two or whatever. Tank, tank for two. Tank for two. Yeah, I always forget that kind of crap. But then he got hurt Suck and all of a sudden. Luck, so he can retire on you five years later? Yeah, but so if you believe, I personally don't think two is going to be that good. I think he had the best three receivers in college football all just running streaks constantly. That's what the Packers need to get, Jerry Judy, but he'll be gone by then. But, um, yeah, it's just, I don't think he's that good. But if you do believe, if you believe in him at all, He's the next coming. You know, he's your next Wentz. He's your next Tom Brady. What's your knocks on him? Why isn't he that good? I just think his team was really good. And if you look at it, he most of the time on his sweet completions and stuff like that, they're just running wide open. He didn't really make too many plays outside of that freshman year national championship. I think if you look from there, he went downhill. Do you think Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence? Are I think Joe Burrow was slanging it out there. Did you see some of the stuff Blazy was making in Georgia? Well, this team was really fucking good, bro. Chase and that yeah. other guy, bro. This I just fucking sick. When I watched Tua, he doesn't sunshine. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence picked apart Alabama's defense. He was the first one to do that. I know his team was sick, but he stood in there and picked him apart like a surgeon. Tua doesn't have that surgical accuracy ability like that. He just doesn't have it. Dude. I could be wrong. I gathered he's more accurate than both of those guys. Well, we'll see. I think we just lost video. Yeah, I definitely think we just lost the video. So, but. I mean, at least for the first part of the non-video. But we'll continue here. We'll pluck through. Um, yeah, so I don't believe in Tua. Jones, do you believe in Tua? I do. I hope the Lions take him. 
Well, but like I said, I don't watch too much college football, but I watch the bowl games, and you know, I, I, I get in my film film study bag towards the. Uh, okay, what about uh, against Georgia, SEC championship? They're down fourteen. He gets hurt. Who strolls in? Jalen Hurts brings him back. So Jalen Hurts. You mean the guy who lost his job to Tua before? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Tua, I just think that once Tua got that role of starting quarterback, he was up there slinging, but sometimes he tries to do too much. And then I thought when you do that, you get cracked. He's already. That's what coaching's for. You got to coach that out of him, bro. I just, you know, you see Russell. If Tua can learn to do a Russell, Tua could be Russell Wilson you know 2.0. Trying to do too much in college out there, just slanging it, trying to make too much happen in a system where you could just. Johnny Manziel? No. Patty Mahomes, bro. Look at him. You get Patty Mahomes. It's just this is crazy. Everybody talking about, oh yeah, all these teams missed up Patrick Mahomes. He was like what six and six as a starter. He just had a cannon. Patrick he was out there ripping it, throwing a bunch <laughs> of picks. What was it like? Trying to do too much. Yeah, and I mean, he just didn't have Judy in these cats. There's that only had. So there's like only one six. I read though. If Mahomes went even to the Packers with McCarthy, I don't think he's that good. I don't. I think that Aaron. I thought he loved backups, and he would have sat behind Rodgers and would have eventually. He loves backup there. running backs. It should have been way more clear because I throwing that in my face. It's specifically about the backup running backs that he loves. With Jamal Williams out touching Aaron Jones, who I think led the league in rushing touchdowns this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and he had like barely a thousand yards. Yeah, I know. He's taking all the touchdowns away from Rodgers. Rodgers had about forty of them pitches. Rodgers. Why? Why didn't Lafleur trust him? I don't know, Jones. I was running the same thing. But it's over. <laughs> it might be for Rodgers. I mean, I still love the guy, and I'll fucking go down. You know, there's some people out in the world that I'll go go down with the ship for. I'll Rodgers can go 115. I'll always be my dog. I really don't care. Rodgers won a Super Bowl. Very important time in my life. Rodgers is my dog. So let's get on to the big game, the one that actually matters. Teams that are still playing. Jones has already told us that he's taking the 49ers. Now we need to know why. Um, I mean. This is actually tough. You know, Tyreek Hill's one of my favorite players in the league. Patrick Mahomes, bro, the fucking truth, dude. Like, I I love seeing what, you know, him, Russ, and Lamar. I, I love seeing these guys, these black quarterbacks, just kick these doors in and take that respect that's been denied them for all this time. But, I mean... The 49ers are just better, bro. As good as Mahomes is, the Niners as a squad are just better from top to bottom. Their defense is stupid. I mean, specifically the front seven. I actually kind of have some worries about the secondary, which, I mean, facing the Chiefs can be a huge issue. But I believe that the front just gets it done, bro. D Ford, Bosa, Armstead. As long as D Ford doesn't line up off sides again. Yeah, well, he's. Yeah, There's actually a prop bet so on that. Face the Chiefs and, you know, beat him this time so he can keep him from getting two Super Bowls. I mean, and, bro, DeForest Buckner, too. They're, all those guys are like 6'5 and up and just ridiculous. They're, and, the, and the Chiefs are not a physical team. Like, on either side of the ball, they're, I mean, defense a little bit more so than offense, but their offensive line. Is suspect, even though actually, time out real quick. About to talk about their offensive line. Eric Fisher from Central, Joe Staley from Central. This is like the CMU Bowl. Robert Sala, the 49ers defensive coordinator, coached at Central. Big ups to the Chips. But yeah, they, uh, their line, it's soft. Their running backs, it's what's going on? A shady plan? Like, none of them have seen the field since like week 16, besides Williams. Yeah, I don't, I mean, it's Andy Reid. 
sad, kind of sad at the beginning of the year when LeSean McCoy was getting all his carries over Williams. It's like, oh, I'm going with the hot hand. And then suddenly it's like, Shady disappears and Williams is now the hot yeah, hand. I, I don't know. They talk about Shady already said when he retires, he retired in Eagles. And he's like, actively about to play the Super Bowl for the Chiefs, you know? That's just a weird thing to say. It, it doesn't read of like. Read too much into that. He's spent like his glory years with Philly. Yeah, I'm just saying. With Andy Reid. I'm about the Super Bowl. It's not really something you need to talk, like, would say. I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Chiefs are just not physical enough, and the Niners have shown that they can play. How do you want it, dude? Are we? Are we? Is it ground and pound? Are we airing it out? Like they went to New Orleans and fucking aired it out on the Saints, put up like fifty or forty-eight, whatever it was on them. Outduel Drew Brees, so don't even hit me with the. I don't know. Can Jimmy get it done, bro? Like is just Jimmy Garoppolo got it, bro. Jimmy's lost like four games his entire <laughs> professional life, dude. Get out of my face with that. Four games they started, but yeah, fine, whatever, dude. He's. No, I, I know the good Jimmy radio is made fine. by people like disagreeing, but I want the Chiefs to win. I want to see Andy Reid get it done. I think he's getting close to the end of his career, and Couch Shanahan has a long time. Like both the coaches a lot, like both teams a lot actually. Me too. But I. I want to disagree with Jones because one of my favorite things in the world to do is fight with them. But uh, I don't see how the Chiefs really win unless they come out and just can slice them apart every drive and get one or two stops. But I think if the Chiefs are winning, they're going to need to score about 41 points. The Chiefs are going to have to score like early and often to turn it into the kind of game where the Niners have to throw and like can't just fucking run the clock. Because yeah. if the Chiefs – like their last two playoff games – They've got down early. If they get down early against San Francisco, bro. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, and Kurt, the thing is, that's the only thing that gives me hope. I feel like the Chiefs are actually going to start this game fast. But speaking of somebody to bring up with the Packers, I need to add this point in there. LaFleur is a Kyle Shanahan prodigy, and I think mm-hmm. that's some of the problem. Like, the Packers should have the foresight to know McCarthy was losing it and got Shanahan when he was out there. Because Shanahan, the shit he doing in the run game is stuff I've never even seen and I don't even think to drop. So the biggest buffoon out there is not even the Packers. It's a uh, homeboy that runs the Redskins, Daniel Snyder. He had like uh, McVay, Shanahan, and LaFleur on the roster all at once. It's like, you know what? We're going to keep Gruden's little brother, you guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll, yeah, we'll take Jay. We'll take out of that group, we'll take Jay. Look at him now. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, it's just, I think the 49ers, like Walt said, are too good top to bottom. And I don't think I don't think it's that far of a gap. I think this is like a 1A, yeah, 1B situation. It's a done deal, but I just believe the Niners are better. And, like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, the Chiefs have to play, like, lights out on offense. And I get what they did against uh, Texans, but you could kind of see that coming. No offense. Like, the Texans scored on a couple quick things here and there, but. Bro, this D, this San Fran D line is not the Texans D line. This yeah, it's just totally different. And at least Richard and Sherman, Sherman back there. Sure, so you got a third of the field that he can take away. I mean, I that's another thing. I agree with Revis's critics on that side of the or that third of the field that's not taken away. I'm sorry. Yeah, I love Sherman. So, my but players. The, the, that's the thing. Yeah, the, San Francisco is the perfect counter because you can't. Tyreek can run faster than anybody else in the NFL. The problem is he needs enough time to get to 30 yards to break away, and that D-line is going to be there, and I don't – Yeah, it's it's a great matchup. It really is. This is like the best Super Bowl in a really long time. So Seahawks-Patriots maybe? Yeah, but, I mean, going into that, I wasn't sure that was going to be as – I wasn't as hyped for that as this. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I'm excited. We're watching at uh, Grant Amherst's yeah, really house good, tomorrow. Yeah. Whole world's invited. Uh, we're deciding side between a Sago bar and uh, pizza. So let's know your thoughts. But yeah, so Tony, what do you got? 
I mean, for me, sentimentally, I kind of want to see Andy Reid finally get a Super Bowl. Even though if he loses this game, I can see it totally come down to a horrible time management decision on his part. And also because, you know, all the memes about him, like, getting a fast food buffet at the White House if they win because he's a fat guy and I'm a fat guy, so I got to root for the fat guy. <laughs> well, way to keep him with the fattest, Tony. I'm about to get fast food after this, oddly enough. Me and Andy Reid have had the same plan. I love how you're skinnier than me and I'm eating healthier than you. Yeah, Tony. It's, it's called a liquid diet, all right? <laughs> I love Andy Reid. He's, he's a Yeah, guy. I just – he uh, he springboarded my boy T.O. into the Hall of Fame for sure with those great couple years he had with him. Got him to the Super Bowl. T.O. played lights out in that Super Bowl. And I think both of these are great stories. If the Chiefs win, Andy Reid gets his. Mahomes cements himself as up becoming star. You know, I don't know how old Jimmy Gene's going. Yeah, he's yeah he's coming. But you know, if you get that chip, then it's you know, Rogers got that chip early. If he doesn't get that one in 2010, now he's like, dude, is he ever gonna yeah, get one? Yeah. But dude, once you have that's that chip, why Russ needed to get that back to back, and he would be legendary. Yeah, it's over. That's why Favre needed his. Like, uh, this is kind of off topic, but Favre goes in the top. Hundred for quarterbacks. I don't put them in there. I honestly, I don't think you can make an argument that Favre better than Rodgers. I don't think. I don't think that that's even plausible. Um, because he's been to one more Super Bowl. Dude, he, I was just looking at it the other day though. Favre's thrown got, away more Super Bowls than he's won. Favre has fucking <laughs> three consecutive league MVPs. That's crazy. Peyton doesn't have that. Brady doesn't like nobody. That that's is a really good crazy. Point, I can't argue that. Like you got to look at the times they're playing in. Like he was. I'm the fucking man three straight <laughs> nobody was better than him for three sh- and I hate Brett Favre you know this like, I, I, I just recently came around on him like I think Jerry over. just set you up there well there we go there we go things in perspective bro like three consecutive I don't even think LeBron's done that in the NBA and he's ran it for like the last yeah but the, the NBA I don't even get started on NBA. we're doing NBA next but NBA MVP is ridiculous dude I'm sorry bro that's and I was looking at the numbers. Like, he had a couple mid-4,000-yard seasons, like 42,000 yards like, in the yeah, 90s. Was doing that, yeah. yeah. But, you know, he did have, like, 20-plus picks a couple, like, three, four times. He was he was a gunslinger, man. Yeah. And you know what? I was thinking we were watching Favre at, like, the end of his Packer days, which, like, he had a couple good years, but for the most part – we were watching Favre like how kids are watching Eli Manning right now. And they're like, what is all the fuss about? They don't know shit about him fucking slaying the Pats in those two Super Bowls. Yeah, you think Eli's a Hall of Famer? Absolutely. Second ballot, though, right now, first. I don't care. The ballot's kind of overrated to me, unless it's T.O., because he clearly should have got in the first Oh, my God. Woo! But he has the same exact stat line as Randy Moss, but he's got to wait six tries or whatever? Yeah. No, he got in on the second, but. And Randy Moss moved the crowd. He was he had way more character issues than Andy hit two cops. Yeah, don't get me started on that. <laughs> don't get me started on that. But yeah, bro, Eli's in. Like, no question. He has two rings, Super Bowl MVPs in both. I mean, his last name's Manning. He's yeah. in. <laughs> what yeah. are we debating? He's in. Yeah, he's in. So back to the Super Bowl, the real game that matters. I think the problem with this is you do have greatness, but there's not like a lot of room for controversy, you know? It's like one team got there. You know, when the Titans played the Chiefs, you're kind of like, oh, can the Titans pop them? You know, it's not really like, like both teams are really good. And I think it's too close. I wouldn't bet on either team. I don't have enough confidence in either team to say make a wager. I got a future bet. I put it on San Francisco months ago. 
Oh, yeah. It's like plus 700. So, so we're all nice. on San Francisco bandwagon over here. The 49 is because we go to the river with that $700. Oh, no. That's, that's, that's you. 700 if it pays off. It's uh, just plus 700. That's the odds. But uh, I'm not just picking them because I have money on them. Like I said, no, I, I actually I want the Chiefs. Well, until I thought, ago, so. I, you know, I got to help a brother out. I'm rooting for the 49ers now that I know Jones can win a bunch of money. He's going to offer a second quarter. He'll be coming to Grant's. So I'm definitely pulling for the 49ers, even though they beat my Packers, but I I can see it going either way. I know. I, I'm just pumped. For, I think we're going to see a great game. I want to see, like, I, I don't want to see a true – I don't want to see an offensive explosion. I hate those games. but Me I just, too. I can't see I want to see, like, a 28-24. Look, weeks ago, I told Nolan it was going to be Niners over the Chiefs. I'm going to look up the score I said. All right, while he does that, what do you got to score? I got San Fran 28 and the Chiefs 24. I think San Fran gets the ball and ices it rather than the Chiefs getting stopped in the last possession. I think maybe about four minutes left, San Fran, they get the ball, and they just can't stop that run. And Moster slash Coleman slash Breda slash whoever they got in there, or maybe a little pass Kittle, something like that. Also a great tight end matchup. Probably the best two in the game right now, Travis Kelsey and George. Yeah, Taylor. like statistically they are the two best this year. I'm not just, yeah, statistically they both love to block and love both love to get in there and they both love to get after it. Who's that? Uh Kittle and Kelsey. Kelsey. Good tight end matchup. Uh yeah, Kittle's better though. I mean Kelsey's a better receiver, but Kittle's fucking the truth, man. Yeah, Kittle's way better with the ball on his hands too, as uh Runner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Kittle's definitely the next best Gronk, and he went in the fifth round, so both are deep. Smith Gronk, though. Yeah, he's a little bit leaner, a little bit longer yeah. strides. He's, like, way smaller. Kittle's, like, 6'3 or some shit. Yeah, Jones, we know you're looking on the phone, but we also need your opinions to go on the mic, just so you know. But, yeah, <laughs> Kittle, he's, like, 6'3. He's way smaller than Gronk. Yeah, he's, yeah. They're not even, like, the same kind yeah, of Yeah, I mean, he's... The only similarity is they block and play tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I was going to say, for my... I think the score is going to end up being something like... 35-24, San Francisco winning probably, which it's going to come down to, it's going to be like 28-24 with uh, San Francisco having a small lead and then they get the turnover or something and Andy Reid blows some... So you're going to Andy Reid blowing the time. That's the only he's, thing. Yeah, he's going to make a time What's management error. I said 35-24. Oh, it's going to be, you know, they're, they're Kansas City at one point in the game is going to be driving probably into the second quarter there, going into halftime, looking like they got a chance to score or something. He makes a time management error, forced them to kick a field goal before halftime instead of going for a touchdown. So then you end up where – it ends up with the that's how that's how I think of 35-24. That's where the field goal is going to come in. Probably is going into the halftime with a time management error, which then people will look back and go, "Oh, maybe if they got a touchdown there, it's 28-28. He doesn't make the play call that leads to a turnover. All that kind of good stuff where people will second guess. You got a story yet, Jones? Mm. But sentimentally, I'm still full for Andy Reid. <laughs> Andy Reid's the man, but yeah, he'll fuck it up somehow. I can't find it, but uh, it's going to be like 31-28 or 34-21, something like that, uh, San Francisco. Close game. Well, there you have it. Jones did call the last Super Bowl on the show exactly correct, so Kenny Duke go two for two. We'll find out on Sunday, and we'll probably be back another time in February, and I know it sounds like I'm closing the show, even though I'm not. 
to find out if Jones is right. Hopefully he's here to join us. But moving forward, uh, looking at the NBA, uh, we're kind of taking a lot of time here. So let's just go with two topics here. Who do you got winning it? And my thing is, can the Bucs get it done? I got the Lakers. I don't think there's any question now. Uh, If there's a close call in the playoffs, the Lakers are getting it. I'm not trying to say it's rigged, but a little bit after Katrina, the Saints get it done once they're back in the Superdome, like their first season back in there. I think the Lakers now have the fan vote, the ref vote, and they have two of the most dominant players to ever step foot on a basketball court. And I don't think the Bucs are there yet. Yeah, I mean, Giannis is amazing, but I don't think he can get it done. Giannis, this guy clearly doesn't basketball. Giannis. Keep going. But, uh... And the Celtics are interesting, but I don't think they're there. The Pistons suck. Bro, the Celtics are good. They're way I mean, the Raptors are on a 10-game winning streak right now, but... Yeah, Swaggy P, the new version. Yeah, I don't know if they get a ton of the playoffs. The Raptors are good, though. Um, they are the defending champs, but they don't have Kawhi. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, they don't, I don't think they can get Yeah, it's like Kawhi. They can never get over that playoff hump. Yeah, so that's why I've already kind of discounted them, even though they're having a pretty good year. So, then the Clippers-Lakers probably going to be here in Western Conference Finals. Mm, yeah. Depending on where they line up city wise, they might have to fight face before then. I know Jones is going to the Lakers. I, if I had one bet to make today, it'd be that 100% Jones playing the Lakers to win the chip. Mm, <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, I got the Lakers winning it all. I think they're. I'm not sure they're the best team. I think the Clippers might be the best team, but I don't know what they do with Anthony Davis in a seven game series. Like, they got all the answers. He does have to stay healthy, I'm though. I'm sure, but. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But if, if the Lakers. Get to the finals. I don't see anybody in the East really taking them down. If the Clippers get there, uh, the Bucks could be a problem for them. Because um, Giannis. Yeah, but I mean, Kawhi handled them last year. Yeah, and they but, changed after the first two games. They were done. But Toronto was way bigger than uh, the Clippers. Like way bigger. They had Siakam. They had Gasol. They had Serge. Everyone except Lowry and Van Vliet were like six, seven, and up. Yeah. Clippers' tallest guy is like 6'7", besides uh, Zubats. Yeah, and I also, one thing with the Clippers is, who's going to be guarding Kawhi if they play the Lakers? Probably LeBron. LeBron or Danny Green, yeah. But, I mean... And both those guys, I think, could shut him down. Especially LeBron can. No, he's really shutting him down right now. They could, like, limit it. Oh! Shutting him down is like yeah, but tough, bro. You shut down the rest of the team and kind of do like Ben Simmons is a better defender than LeBron and Danny Green. He couldn't shut him down. He couldn't even stop him from making a fadeaway fucking ridiculous overtime shot. That's what's crazy. Kawhi's just like the way he turns it on the play. He's just like different. You guys think Kawhi's the best player in the league right now? Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's still LeBron, bro. Yeah, he's really feeling something. Oh, thanks, Tom. Kawhi's a better scorer, but I think. Uh, I think it's LeBron. Like, scoring's not – just like, you know, last year, Kevin Durant was a better scorer, but, like – That's a good question. Tell me, I, don't, I personally think that the Nets overpaid for Kevin Durant. I don't think he's coming back to be that good. Um, Kobe was in the playoffs pretty much by himself the year before his Achilles. He was much older, uh, five years or whatever, but both right. in their 30s. And I, I don't understand – Those seven-foot guys and those foot-leg injuries and shit. Yeah, it's yeah, dangerous. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know if we got anything else in the NBA at this time. It's kind of like Absolutely, a Absolutely, bro. Philly. You guys didn't even mention Philly at all. Oh, so you think Philly's got a shot? Absolutely, Philly's got a shot. They're sick. They got, I mean. I don't mention Bucks. Bucks I just don't really the do best team. Bucks are clearly the best team in the East. But, I mean, in a seven-game series, I think uh, 
I think Philly could have beaten the Bucks last year if they would have gotten past uh, Toronto. You know, that's they lost a, in Game Seven in overtime. That's a good point. It's, Philly's fucking good, bro. Nobody has an answer for Embiid, not Giannis. They played on Christmas. Philly fucking blew their doors off. And so you got like Philly versus uh, the Giannis hack. Embiid guards Giannis. I don't know if you guys watch those games, but he Embiid is the guy that checks Giannis. The thing is, the Bucks always build up that like super terrific record, but it's because night in and night out, so much of the NBA sucks. They're not going to lose any of those weird games. You can they, say that, but they blow everybody out every night. They're good. They no, but they, they are good. But well, they I think the, the highest fucking. Uh, point differential in league history this year, yeah. I believe. Don't so, quote me on that, but I think they are. So the East, you pretty much have Celtics, Philly. The Celtics, Heat are creepy. The Heat, the Heat are really good. They're not ready. I don't think they have enough players to win a championship, but I could see them like creeping into the Eastern Conference Finals. If like Philly and the Bucks have to play in round two, like the Raptors and the Bucks did last year, I yeah, can see them sneak into the Conference Finals for sure. They, they, yeah, they're good. Jimmy Butler's a dog. They're pretty deep, too. Bam Bam, Celtics. Uh, Kentucky, he's balling. Yeah. I like the Celtics a lot, too. Dude, the East is, like, sick. It's From kind of like the, the bottom. It it's kind of turned with the, the West. Yeah, the West used to be that way, and then the East you had wherever Team LeBron was at. And, like, the Magic and the Celtics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about towards the end when he was, like, coming in the fourth seed and just run through the whole thing. But now, the, like, out of the West Conference playoffs, they have a team with a losing record in the playoffs. It's kind of becoming has and has. Really? Who's the eight seed? Uh... Jazz or something? somebody? Last time I looked, Jazz is number two. Yeah, bro. they're balling. Not Jazz. Somebody weird. Give one second, but uh, yeah. The yeah. E- well, I was gonna just kind of say to bring things full circle a little bit. Just speaking when we had Co- talking about Kobe at the beginning of the show. So Jones, if you were the Grizzlies at twenty four and twenty five, are they eight seed? Yeah, and the Trailblazers are out at twenty two and twenty seven. Oh, called that too. Said they weren't making it this year. <laughs> Dallas is taking their spot. So would you say uh? If whoever plays the Clippers in the playoffs, would they probably, since you're saying it doesn't matter who's guarding Kawhi is going to score, kind of do what the Pistons did when they faced the Lakers, the one year in the finals where they're like, either Shaq or Kobe can go off, but not both. You can be like, Kawhi can go off, but we'll just shut down everybody else. Mm, It's different because, first of all, basketball is just way different now. Like, when we were doing that, if we're we can play let, defense. If we're going to let Shaq do it, yeah. I mean, the scores were like 70 to fuck. We like had set a record for most scores under 70 in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. And now they're getting 70 in the first half. Like, the, what we saw in the 04 finals, we thought it was like this great thing, but it was more of a, as you look at it from a historical standpoint and other further away, it's an anomaly. Like, that will never happen. Like, even before that, the showtime, like, they're putting up more points. Like, you can say it's all three and stuff like that, but that was just a crazy. Crazy one year run. Even we switched to be more offensive the next year. One year, bro. We we, we were we held it down years, for like, but not defensively like that. Not what we did yeah, before. Yeah. Well, they changed the rules after that. Like maybe like two years after that. Yeah, because we were so sick. <laughs> well, I think too. But yeah, back, Tony. Back to your question. Uh, like if when we played the uh, Pistons, like if we just took Kobe out of it and gave it to Shaq, sure, like and let Shaq score. That's just dunks and shit, but if they decide to take Kawhi out, then they got Lou Williams over here and Paul George over here shooting three. Well, I'm saying you, you kind of just say, well, oh, Kawhi's going to get his. We don't got, we're just going to make sure nobody else on that team scores. I think they kind of have too many I think that's going to be the strategy the same way a lot of teams deal with LeBron, but it's like Jones was saying in space, I mean, you can't do that because somebody yeah. else is going to get theirs and they're going to get enough. Especially with the shooting. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you want to take Kobe out of it and say, okay, just let Shaq get his and we'll just outscore Shaq. 
fine. You do that, you say, like, we take Kawhi out or we take Paul George out. The guys that you are letting score are hitting threes. Yeah, like back, back then you might have one or two three-point specialists. Now either everybody's a three or a dunker. There's no, yeah. there's nobody in between. You don't have – like, what was it? Steve Kerr was a three-point specialist for the Bulls, right? Yeah. It was just Steve Kerr. Like four or five a game, yeah. Yeah. So there, and Kawhi's – you're saying that everybody's a three-point guy or dunker, so there's no uh, Rip Hamilton's out there hitting well, those Well, Rip mid-range. Hamilton even started shooting the three. Yeah. Going from the mid-range game. Yeah. I it's think just not worth it statistically. Whoever beats the Clippers is going to have to beat them up inside. They're going to have to be way bigger because they're like – the Clippers kind of remind me of like early Golden State. Like they were really small, like when they ran with uh, – like Harrison Barnes, Iggy, and uh, Draymond is like their three bigs. That's if when the Clippers run with like Harrell, Kawhi, and Paul George, all three of those guys are only like six seven. So I mean, I don't know what they do when you have Anthony Davis and Dwight Howard on there. Like they're going to be getting killed on the glass. I'm sure they're not worried about Dwight Howard scoring on him, but Anthony Davis will eat all day on any of those guys inside. I mean, who else? I'm still kind of amazed Dwight Howard's in the league, actually. It's just yeah, and he's like having a resurgence. <laughs> Bro, if the Lakers get Derrick Rose, like they might. They're about to have the all decade team from <laughs> Ron, Rondo, D. Rose, Dwight Howard. Yeah, it's crazy. They're sick. For sure. And just sprinkle uh, Anthony Davis on top of that, you know. A little bit of youth in there. They're good. Yeah. Anthony Davis isn't even like that young anymore in NBA yeah, standards. He's like Twenty-seven years old. Yeah, the, I don't even know if he's twenty-seven. I don't know if he's that old. Bro. Dude, yeah. Kentucky was a long time ago. He was in Kentucky. He's nineteen. He's like twenty-nine. Yeah, I was gonna say he was eighteen, 18 or nineteen. No way, he's twenty-nine. When I was in college, how much are we betting on it that he's under twenty-eight? Under twenty-eight. I'll put a ten spot on it. I mean, not that the government knows about. <laughs> yeah, this isn't going Jesus on the internet Christ. or anything. Twenty-six, March eleventh. Twenty-six. What was he, 16 when he was in college? We were in college at the same time? I'm 30. <laughs> no, you guys weren't in college at the same time. Are you kidding me? Okay. We were. He was a freshman when I was in college. Was oh, like I was a junior. 11, I think, when he won it. 11 or 12. I was a junior. Yeah, because I was saying, I know he was a yeah, We were in college at the same time. I'm not that old, Tony. Jesus, dick. Have you looked at your hair in the mirror lately? Have you looked at your... We're not getting into this, okay? <laughs> no, no, we're so far from the topic. But I think the Lakers winning it all, and I think that Anthony Davis is going to be the key there. With LeBron distributing, I just don't. Dude, I, with, the, with the drive they have now, I don't really see anybody stopping them. They just got blown out by Portland last That's night. That's fine. Come play time on this. Obviously, but I mean, I, I'm not ready to say they're going to win it all, bro. It's rare that these teams come together and win it their first year. Like, it's super rare. The only team I can think of that's done that is fucking the Celtics in 08. And that team from top to bottom was sick. Disgusting. Just absolutely yeah, nasty. Yeah. They had, like, every component of just a basketball team. They had fucking the sniper and Ray Allen. They had the wing isolation guy in Paul Pierce. They had the defensive do-it-all big man in KG. They had Rondo. Uh, he didn't even care about scoring. He was just dribbling, distributing, playing defense. And then they had just a straight-up thug and Kendrick Perkins at center just knocking people the fuck out and getting rebounds. Yeah. That was a sick team. Was a sick team. This Lakers, they don't have all those components, but they have like literally two of the top four players in the game. Nobody else can really match that. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll be close. I definitely hope they win it, but. Yeah, they'll be closer to us. We'll have some more NBA topics, some more better topics than just a general overlook of the league. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. 
All right. Well, moving on to our first non-sports segment I think we've ever done, the impeachment of Donald Trump. Now, me personally, seeing this trial, I consider myself a right-leaning centrist. You know, I think that both parties have their good points. I'm not going to say what they are on air because I don't want to be censored by anybody, but I'm okay with the death penalty. I'm okay with something the Democrats do that the Republicans really hate. Okay, we'll put it that way. It rhymes with abortion. But um, <laughs> just for fuck's sake, like, you can't have a trial without a witness. Like, I would love to shoot somebody and say that nobody who saw me shoot them is allowed to come in the courtroom. You know, no cameras, no nothing, no evidence, basically. That's what they're doing. What I'm trying to get at is basically this trial is making me say I can't even look myself in the mirror and say I'm a Republican because of how much cowardice I've seen out of a party that I believe is called the Grand Old Party, but now it's called the Grand Suck Party or something Bro, like that. they're for their squad. What are you talking so about? That's, that's what they're supposed to do. So now Jones has a odd take on this. I would, you know... <laughs> It's not that odd, bro. Just ride or die. You're supposed to ride for your squad. The Democrats can't even tell you what... Jesus Christ. <laughs> now, I consider myself a left-leaning centrist. You know, you know kind of socially liberal, fiscally conservative. But, you know, I, I fuck with the Democrats. However, they're tripping on this, bro. They can't even tell you what he did. What do you mean by that? Expand. I mean, I, mean, that. I think he means that the the crimes that they have they're not accused giving you any specific crimes are not like crimes in the federal code. Like when Bill Clinton got impeached, the crimes that he was uh, impeached for perjury and obstruction of justice. Yes, simple are Plain. in the federal code of what they hit Trump with. Uh, uh, Obstruction, obstruction of Congress, of Congress and abuse of power, which are not those are not in the federal code as like an act, actual law. Oh, yeah, right. actual well, that's kind of the Democrats ever is guilty of abuse of power. Every single one, except for maybe George. No, actually, uh, that was brought up by Trump's lawyer. It was like he's like he's going through this huge list of like abuse of power. People said all these presidents so, so, abuse okay. power, and, we, he, and, and okay. George Washington was the first one he named. Can we agree that it's a little trans? It's just paper thin to have no witnesses in the trial. Like I, oh, agree, I agree. I that actually that's agree perfect. with your argument that they're not charging him. What he did, which was I consider illegal, was he withheld aid on the company to make one of his political rivals look weaker. What the Ukraine shit? Yeah, that, that's, what, that's what this is all about. That wasn't to make him look weaker, bro. They're claiming. Well, they claim that he didn't do it. He didn't, he did it, it didn't have anything to do with his okay. political opponents. But, I mean, realistically, it looks like he did it to fucking, like, all right, yeah, you guys want this aid? Sure, investigate Joe Biden because we heard you guys were hacking elections. Like, what's going on in 2016? I need to know everything that you guys were involved in before I hand you X amount of dollars in aid. Which, I, Which we're, is not, we're not getting this any What's wrong with This that? is more of just, like, a, I think Jones's opinion is kind of funny, so we let this be a topic. And it is something to talk about. It's all you see on the news nowadays. We won't get into it. I just want to be very clear. I I did not vote for Donald Trump. (laughs) I didn't vote for anybody. This time, dude, I don't know. I I would say say nobody at this table voted for Donald Trump because I didn't, you didn't, and Jerry didn't vote. Ask me in 2020, though. <laughs> I, I voted for <laughs> president. But, uh, 2021. Is it because of Kanye? <laughs> no. God. Absolutely. But, uh, I, don't, I just don't understand. I just feel as though the vote yesterday, you had to allow witnesses. You could ride. Because come time for the actual vote in the Senate, the Republicans are going to ride for Trump. Nobody's ever going to get you need. You would need, like, 13 senators to flip or something like that because it needs to be 60%, right? Um, uh, 67. 
So it is two. Th- okay, so you need sixty seven. Yeah, two thirds. So you're gonna need so much of the party to flip. There's no chance of being kicked out. But yesterday they had a chance. They could have all come together and said we'll allow witnesses. At least I mean, give them. And why do you think they did? Well, to get witnesses, you they, only they, needed four to flip. They did it because then anybody who voted against. Yes, yeah, I'm saying you only need four to flip. You could have yeah. been like, you four are so entrenched in your seats, you guys can flip. Like they can have these conversations. But yesterday. It just reeks of them not even believing in the political system that we have set up or any kind of system. If, you can't have a trial without witnesses and evidence. Like, I trust that Jerry kicked out of office. I'm fucking a black man in America. You think that I believe they believe in the political system, the fucking <laughs> justice system? It's just, they don't care about that, bro. I, I agree that zero politicians, they no matter what side of the aisle, believe in the people. But yesterday it was a slap in the face to all Americans that they just. Voted that way. It's a slap. In a, it's one thing that we know that like, they have their Bilderberg meetings and they don't give a fuck about anybody. It's just about being in office and all the political money. But yesterday was just everything that our founding fathers stood for was just thrown in the dirt. Well, I'm glad you finally see that they don't give a fuck. I mean, I always didn't give a fuck, but I would thought they would at least hide it. You know, have a couple of you like, these four, hey, Donald, these four are going to fall on the floor. We're going to have witnesses. We still got your back. After that grab him by the pussy video came out and he still won, why would they hide anything? I think that a lot of the stuff that, that should have sunk this like you're talking about running for president. That should have sunk the shit. Though. Okay, now that you brought that up, that video to me was like, how dumb is this guy? That sounds like the 13 year old who's like in middle school trying to act Dude, like he's had sex. Exactly. Like, oh, I grabbed him by the pussy. Like, that's not how it fucking works, bro. Oh, and also, another thing we didn't note in here, like, everybody. Most left-leaning people are talking about how the Constitution is being thrown out, just how I did. So, when the next gun debate comes up, or the next, like, uh, oh, this person's guilty before they had a trial, remember that the Constitution has a Bill of Rights, and the Constitution wouldn't have been passed without said bill. And in that bill, you're innocent, so you're proven guilty, so Colby's innocent. Oh, absolutely. And... That's our thing. Like, I agree that we need to increase the background checks on guns, of but, course. like, don't... Cite the Constitution one day and the next day spit on it. That's all I'm asking everybody to do and quit being hypocrites. Because there is going to be the problem with this is there's probably going to be a blue wave in 2020, and I'm not I I'm okay with any of it, Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> I don't have a party anymore. I'm a man without a country. There's not about to be a blue wave. I don't think. I don't because who's going to get nominated? I'm I'm rooting for Biden or uh, Mayor Pete. Exactly. Mayor Pete's definitely not winning. <laughs> He's, even if he wins the nomination, he's not winning the election. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is another thing, too. Medicare for all, if you're listening, is a horrible system, by the way. You know Medicare only covers 80% of expenses. Bro, here's what I'm fucking saying. Bernie's going to get the nod, either him or Warren. Yeah, and I can't and vote for Bernie. That's what I'm saying. I can't vote for Bernie either. I'm not voting for Trump. I'll vote for myself like I did back in 08. But what? Yeah, I, I wrote myself in an old barrio, dude. I couldn't bring myself to a joke. <laughs> Unbelievable. I voted for myself and in 2012. I voted for Barrio in 2012. Actually, I'm not even sure I voted back then. I was drinking a lot. I'm not sure if I was allowed to. Honestly, the government wanted to cut me out. I had a little address problem. I didn't vote too much. It's just, I mean, this was more just for our kind of funny opinions on this. But yeah, it's just, I guess at least he was impeached, so we'll always be a smudge on his record. I mean, yeah, I guess, but he's about to win another election. Yeah. <laughs> How big is the spot? I can't imagine, because even Andrew Johnson, he sat there, and he only survived by one fucking vote. He was going to kick that out of office, and he was ceremoniously, I'm not even sure he ran for president, unless he's S. Grant. I don't know either. And 
John Oh, Smith's Trump on. is he's a person Trump who, knows he's going to get off in the end because you need so yeah. many Republican senators no to way. flip that he's just going to go on the campaign trail. You have the Democrats basically giving him all the dirty needs on all of his opponents, and then he's going to go out there and be like, "And they tried to take me out, and they couldn't." That's that's <laughs> even though everybody knows that he should have yeah, gone that, down. That's another thing. Like, but it's galvanizing the way his the base. The fucking Democratic Party is cannibalizing themselves in this is horrible because everybody wants that nomination so bad. The kind of shit like Elizabeth Warren on a hot mic, quote unquote, being like, "I heard you lied about me to Bernie." Oh, 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 let's not talk about that here. And then Hillary's coming out like Bernie sucks. Dude, yeah, they're killing each other. Yeah, it's, they should have picked somebody like so my uncle, I asked him this question. He's like, yeah, we couldn't just anoint somebody the way we anointed Hillary. But what they've done by not anointing somebody as their candidate is actually just as bad because now they don't have anybody. We're a couple months from election. And I don't even know. I can't support somebody. I can't go knock on somebody's door and say Joe Biden. If Joe Biden gets the nomination, he does have the platform of we're going to return to normalcy. Like, yeah, I might be a little bit of a creep, but, like, everything's going back to normal. We'll have south growth in the economy. No I more for that. No more fucking Iran. That's all, all I, I want as an American who's on Twitter often and, like, watches the news every night. I just want to not see some of the president every single fucking day. I want one day of my life to be like, oh, shit. The stock market's up 0.1%, and that's it. There's no missiles. Like, there's no fucking tankers getting taken over. All I want is one day, you know? But I'm hanging out my threat! Republicans are in office. You're going to be seeing tweets about tankers and missiles and fucking... And that's another thing is all the creepy shit in the Middle East. You know, at first we were there for peace and all this crap, but now Soleimani was like our friend in Syria. You so, believe that? We were there for peace? No, we were there for oil, and I know that now because we get all our oil from Iraq, but it's just like, so I work with... Uh, uh, not since Trump's been in office. No, we, we get a large portion of oil from Iraq. We need to mix it in with our stuff coming out of... Yeah, but uh, I'm saying we've started producing a lot of our own. No, you can Tony. We do, but there's like a light and a heavier, light and dark oil or something yeah. like that. And uh, we sell the light stuff because you mix it in with the dark and then you create like a really good blend. But the light stuff by itself is... All I'm saying is I want gas prices to say it at 230 a gallon because I drive with a F-150. But so here's the thing. like We're our, we're really good allies with Saudi Arabia. That's like our, our hook in the That's there. our boy. We yeah, that's our boy. We work that journalist. But... Like, should that be our boy? Like, I'm not... But the other, the other side is they're literally just shooting rockets at people. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, there's not a good side over there. There is, I don't, there's no argument for like supporting the Saudi. Uh, Saudi Arabia's relationship with Israel. Or how are we cool with both of them? Doesn't Israel hate like all the Arabs? No, all Arabs hate them, but since we're both allies, they kind of challenge each other. So you have the Shiites and the Sunnis. I believe, I think the Shias are like Iran and half of, um, uh, fuck, sorry, my mic just got disconnected. I'm back. Sorry, I'm just... I think we're touching things, Tony. Headphones, sorry. Total us what I thought. But anyways, I work with a kid who's uh, parents Lebanese, and if he was a Saudi Arabia, whichever one he is, Shia or Sunni, I believe he's a Shia, and they're Sunnis, they would kill him. Literally, they'd kill him because of his... And they're both Muslims. You see what I'm saying? And then Iran is mostly Shia, and I think Iraq's becoming mostly Shia or else. So whichever one Saudi Arabia is is what Israel's cool with, and then the Palestine... I don't think Israel's necessarily cool. I think they just are like... Uh, have like a handshake cream. We're not going to fuck with each other. Okay. Because, but then, because we're standing in the middle. And then you have, like, Lebanon, for example, has, like, both. Well, they have Sunni, Shiites, and Christians all co-mingling. But the Christians are, like, you have to be Christian to be the prime minister or something. It's very weird. It's an odd situation. And all I'm saying is it's not really a good, like, 
Yeah, that's a volatile. Like, Iran can't be shooting missiles at the U.S. Embassy and not expect somebody to be killed, but we also shouldn't go killing their person because we call him a terrorist, even though he is kind of a terrorist, but he isn't. Bro, you know? he's the vice president. Yeah, he also invented, like, the most deadly IED and killed, like, hundreds of, like, Iraqi and American soldiers. So it's like, where do you draw the line? I mean, he was a guy. guys making shit like that all the time over here. All right, we got a text message from Frank. <laughs> yes, uh, I don't know. Uh, oh, God, what's Frank got to say? He was sleeping. He said my bad at 457. Yeah, anyways, so Trump's not going to get kicked out of office. I think the witness thing is crap. Joan likes the Republicans are riding for their dog, but Democrats will be listening to. But they can't be a qualifier for liking the Republicans, so you don't have to worry about your political views because the Democrats rule for Clinton just as hard. He sexually abused somebody and got away no, with it. Monica Lewinsky was uh, inferior. She was in a position he was a position of power. No, if you're in a position of power and you do it with a subordinate, that's sexual abuse. Bro. That's sexual harassment. Harassment, I'm sorry. Okay, I have I have sit through enough of those seminars at work to know this. Yeah, they always make me go to those too. She All those down. Like, yeah, every six months you got to do another one. Why? All I'm saying is that if policy. a Democrat was in the same scenario, that they would ride for that party too. And that's well, the yeah, real that's, problem. That's, is that that's not my only, uh, you know, positive Republican. You don't think that Democrats are coming with a good party. charge? Yeah, you know, I don't like Bernie either. Yeah, yeah, and he's probably about to. But, okay, so Bernie's been a senator for however many years, like six terms or some shit like that. Some ridiculous. He, he wants all these policies passed. They pass them. You, you, like, the executive branch is supposed to enforce the laws, Dude, not make them. that shit through. Oh, so he can't get that shit through, so he's becoming president? That's a dumb career path. That's like me saying, I can't run a route, so I want to go to the NFL when I can't run a route. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a dumb idea. So if you're voting for Bernie out there, you're dumb. I'm sorry. It's a dumb idea. Our fucking good friend, your roommate in college for years, James, he donates to Bernie's fucking... His campaign. Yeah, what, a, what a crap that is! Guy's a millionaire. He's taking donations. Are you serious? He's taking the heart. He's taking donations from people who don't have the money to just be throwing money out there. You know, oh yeah, free yeah. cow. Yeah, I want to give yeah. you free cows, but first you donate to me. Just like, like church, bro. It's called it's a scam. You know, it's just like church, church, bro. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's short-sighted, and the Democrats take money from people that don't have it. Selling bullshit. The real problem. Like, a couple church. months ago, Obama came out and said it's not about who wins a primary it's about picking somebody who can beat Trump and everybody came out and said Obama now is an elitist like he's in his golden tower talking to us and all he was saying was you guys have to beat Trump and if you go the Bernie path you aren't doing it that's what he was trying to say he is an elitist dude he's been the president for eight years parties with back to back bro he's going back but all I'm saying is they didn't listen Obama is after Clinton Obama is like the prodigy of the Democratic Party. A black man became president, yeah. and he blew out Mitt Romney. And he says, hey, guys, what you're doing is really dangerous. Be careful. And they attack him. Instead of listening, instead of thinking, maybe all our crazy, stupid ideas are just fucking that. Well, Mitt Romney at that time was a horrible choice politically because— But Grant had a hair on that man. But literally, he was the governor of Massachusetts. He installed the programs that Obama was trying to install as president. And then he's like out there saying, oh, these are bad ideas. It's like, then why the fuck do you do it as governor, bro? Oh, because you just want to fucking get elected, which is why I hate all politicians. Yeah, I mean, obviously we all do. But I'm just saying, yesterday the transparency reeked a little bit, so we had to bring you up on this show. I don't— See you don't agree. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, like, they're supposed to ride for their guys. <laughs> they could have at least let that fucking poor bald Russian guy come in and say something. Although, I think you, <laughs> I think it's a little, 
I don't know if fishy is not the right word, but you can't talk shit about the Russians. Democrats have been talking shit about the Russians since 16, talking about their rigged election for Trump. And now your star witness is supposed to be a Russian guy? That doesn't, like, think about that. The hypocrisy right there. Like, yeah, they're idiots. They're I don't know. Fun. But that being said, I hope I hope it's Biden so I can have someone I can vote for finally for president. I'd vote for Biden, but I'm probably on the sidelines in this next one either way. Wait for Kanye 2024? Kanye 2024. I, I'm not sure. Actually, I think I'm going to be 35 in 2024. I think that's my turn. Let's we'll start fundraising now. Gerard Press in 2024. That's my job, but I don't think I can vote for him either. <laughs> Kanye, I mean. Oh. Jerry, I can vote for, for sure. Oh, Joe Jude Marone, mate. Oh, fuck yeah. Dude, we win. Actually, you might want to take the number one spot. Dude, you guys have way too many skeletons in your closet. By the time we're actually running, which would be like 2032, nobody's going to care about skeletons in your closet. Yeah. And anyone that knows Trump like, said I could shoot somebody in Times Square in my approval rating goal. On Fifth Avenue, is what he said. Whatever. Fuck it, bro. The Clintons just kill everybody that knows about their skeletons. Very, very <laughs> allegedly! Allegedly, we got these skeletons. <laughs> yeah, I mean, fuck. Yeah, we just thought we'd bring some humor to the whole trial of Donald Trump. Um, that's all I love, dude. Make fun of Patrick's last, uh, last segment here is what Jerry's burning on, because I'm paying for the web posting now. And what I'm burning on is people's ridiculous opinions about tax season. Recently, I've been seeing this meme that says, like, oh, how much do we owe the government? Oh, we know, but we're not going to tell you the government says that to the person. That's not true, people. They're called tax tables. You can go online, Google them. They'll tell you exactly to the dollar what you owe. That's it. It's out there. The government tells you. So quit saying they don't tell you. It isn't that hard. You take your gross income, you subtract all your deductions, that's your adjusted gross, that's how much you should be taxed on. You look at your tax table. You see what you paid. The difference is what you owe or what they owe you. It's that simple. So I don't want to hear it. Gerald, how did you learn all that information? Google. And my father. <laughs> and your father. Bing! Most people, a lot of people's parents don't take the time to teach their kids all that shit. Okay. They certainly don't learn it in school. Well, you have to remember, so, our, our father is also a CPA. Tony, I was trying not to have to be in the conversation so I can look smart. Who, his Christmas Day is when the tax forms are released and he gets to read them all. So, you're mad at the general population because they didn't grow up in the household of a CPA. I'm mad that people and think that the government doesn't tell you. I'm an elitist. <laughs> I'm not an elitist. I did, I did my tanks on my own without my dad's help this year. Well, good for you, bro. Instead of fucking yelling at people for not knowing this thing, you should take this platform. I knew Buddy Wall was a bad idea. <laughs> on one of your various social media accounts and just post a link to these tax tables. Well, also, our dad, when we were 18, was like, you're 18, you're an adult. I've already did your taxes. <laughs> Don't turn my mic off. So my dad was like, you're 18, you're an adult, here's your tax report. I already did it. Figure it out on your own and see if you're as smart as I am. Okay, that's not the point. The point I was trying to make was the tax tables exist. And you'll know how much you make if you score out benefit. Yes. Yeah. But if you don't want to be, you know, chewed out by Gerald or Tony or their CPA father, Google, tax table, enter, boom. IRS.gov has them. Also, taxes are just kind of bullshit, but. All right. I don't know if we even have an active Instagram or Facebook or any of that stuff anymore. We do. We do. Well, let's get to They that exist. Part. I mean, I wouldn't say active because we haven't done any shows, so nothing's been posted on them in a little while, but. They definitely exist out there. Jones, you won what Jerry's burning on second, by the way. Thanks for ruining my first try. I'll come with something better next time. I wasn't trying to ruin it. You ruined it, Jones. And then Tony had to pipe in with all the dad stuff. Makes you feel like a fucking weirdo. I'm just saying your privilege is showing a little bit. Pay the bills, let's get out of here. 
All right, facebook.com slash revolutionary sports front. Search revolutionary sports front on Instagram and YouTube. Uh, then also RSF podcast on Twitter. That's where we're at. Revolutionary sports front.com is the website and this podcast available on iTunes and Stitcher. So have a great one guys. Peace.